everybody, it's Matt from The Discussion 5. That's right, your favorite host. I'm just kidding. Um, <clears throat> here to tell you about uh, the Hockey Podcast Network. You want to find the Hockey Podcast Network at The Hockey Podcast Network. That is every team, everywhere. That's right. Hockey Podcast Network is bringing you podcasts from every NHL team and some bonuses. You can find Terry Ryan's podcast, Tales with TR. He is the former Montreal Canadiens first-round draft pick, as well as Ice Analytics podcast, which comes to you every Friday. The Hockey Podcast Network continues to grow. You should grow with it. The Hockey Podcast Network. That's thehockeypodcastnetwork.com, at HockeyPodNet on Twitter. And, of course, every team, everywhere. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 53 of the Discussion 5. Yeah, these numbers are slowing down just a little bit. Thought we were going to catch uh, the Brothers to Discussion episode total, but uh, not, not going to happen. Uh, we used to be coming to you every Monday and Thursday morning, just Monday mornings now on uh, podcasts. And now you can see our faces, so guess what? Uh, even though I've been posting on IGTV, we'll also go up on our YouTube channel so you guys can keep track of the wrestling. You can keep track of the hockey. You can keep track of the discussions now that are going to be mostly about sports movies. <laughs> Just keep rolling them down. That's the Discussion 5. Uh, I am uh, at ClinkMet. That's my brother, uh, Michael underscore Clink. You can find the entire show on Twitter at BODHockey. Uh, you can find our joint Instagram account. So I guess if you're watching the video, you're watching this on IGTV. But that joint Instagram account is brothers underscore of underscore discussion. Uh, find the website uh, for the Brothers of Discussion as bodpodcast.com, brothersofdiscussion.com. Whew. Uh, it's, uh, we just passed WrestleMania weekend, but uh, if you want to catch our continued coverage, go to uh, those websites. Also, Facebook has our uh, Brothers of Discussion page. And we have a live wrestling discussion group that you can uh, continue the conversation on uh, post-WrestleMania reactions there. All right. We're also here thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network. As you heard on the top of the show, it is every team, everywhere. Uh, they've got new podcasts coming out all the time, uh, including Tales with TR, which is a hockey podcast hosted by Montreal Canadiens former first-round pick Terry Ryan. Uh, the Ice Analytics Podcast, that comes to you every Friday. And the brand-new house of hockey podcast coming to you every tuesday hosted by breezy and ray ray fun show that's also put up on igtv that's where i got the idea that we should probably be doing that uh, and everything can be uh, found and you can get all the updates on uh, at hockey pod net all right mike if, <coughs> if the season never paused guess what we'd be done <laughs> we made it the only team in the league so happy that that had happened uh we'd also be really close to the draft lottery so this is kind of a bummer that we are still going to be up in the air but mike i decided this morning just to run over on my uh my playstation and uh i started trying to figure out you know what it, what do you talk about on a detroit red wings podcast that hasn't really had anything to talk about and there's no um, season anymore yeah <laughs> uh so i i ran down to my playstation and i uh hit go um on a simulation of us against the tampa bay lightning and you know 
when you do that, Mike, you assume that it was just going to be funny for me to go, and hey, we got blown out, and it was disgusting, and, and the game actually didn't know how to calculate 200 goals, so it actually crashed midway through. Uh, but no, we won. We won five to one. Jonathan what? Bernier puts up a forty-save, one-goal performance. Um, <laughs> I'd, I'd love that. That that's how we're gonna end the season. Uh, Dylan Larkin gets a couple goals, and uh, Philpla with one goal and two assists. So the game, how it always, you know, kind of is like, well, that guy can't be less than an eighty. He was yeah. good ten years ago, uh, and that's the funny thing well, about NHL. What I want to so. What I want to make sure of, Matt, when you say yeah. you simulated it, I, I know if you played. I did not play. That was what I wanted to confirm. So you yeah. just, did you set it to amazing difficulty and then just let the teams duke it out? Uh, I set it to whatever the default was, which would probably be Superstar. Uh, and then it's the simulation. So the NHL game, I don't know if you've played it in a while, but you have to set up. How the game is it when I see when I say simulated, I don't mean how I just hit sim game. I mean the performance of the players has like different levels where you can set it to like arcade or you can set it to realistic. So I set yeah. that to realistic. Uh, the default should probably be superstar, and then uh, yeah, and then I I started the game because if you just do like an exhibition, yeah, you can't like sim, you can't just sit there and sim an exhibition. And I didn't want to start a whole new season to do it. So I just started the game, I quit, and then it gave me the results. Uh, follow-up question. Uh, yes. So it does sound like there's more integrity involved because you you weren't playing as the Red Wings, which is good. Correct. I, my second question is, uh, did you did you did you watch the full sixty minute game? <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh not, man, not I was second. really I really was going to be proud of your commitment. <laughs> No. This 60. was on on my way to my home office. I paused at the PlayStation and thought, "Oh, this might be fun." Got her going, <laughs> simulated the game. I think that would have been that would have been some kind of fun, as if we got together on Zoom and watched the fake Red Wings uh, on PlayStation finish out the regular I season. What we should do is just set up all these different tournaments that we've been talking about and see if we can win our way with our sh with the shitty red. Because I've been playing. Uh, so I could yeah. be the 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 citizens of Seattle. I could put yeah. my team together. Yeah, yeah that's what I want. <laughs> I also get a, a what was it a thirty goal advantage if I remember correctly. Right. So does that mean you're gonna you're gonna play as Seattle? Right. Um. All my all my guys' overalls will be just the bottom toilet player, like, you know, as zero. terrible as they can be. Yeah, <laughs> and you got to try and beat me for the draft pick. Yeah, we should totally do that and put it on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so awesome. Um, I wonder if well, I can yeah. get like a like a registry of real Seattle if citizens and get their names on there, like find the <laughs> like <laughs> the registered voters of Seattle and put their names I, what? on there. I want you to create players with like the names that are in there, so then they are, when you do passes, the announcers are at, will actually say something. But if I do this, little buddy, this is another biggie cake, and I start making the Seattle citizens, and then you're always just like, I don't know, I gotta buy the game and everything. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna kick you square in the nuts. Oh, I just, I don't I know what our logo, I don't know what the Seattle Citizens logo is. It's kind of like when you line up everybody for like a draft in gym class and 
I guess I'll take him. And it's just like, me? So it's just like a guy pointing at himself and looking behind to see if there's another better player behind him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to lead the Seattle citizens uh, to victory. But Matt, uh, we had some real <sighs> scary NHL news today. Um, well, I just want to thank the the, the fake Red Wings uh, for giving for the, the, the fans. Season on a win. Yeah, closing yeah. out the season on a high note. But yeah, go ahead. Um, our <laughs> our beloved president. Uh, Oh, you don't want to read how I put it? L- Lumpy Trumpy. I <laughs> uh, no, you didn't want that joke to go unread. Lumpy Trumpy says sports can restart in September, but we're trying for August. So it sounds like we're not going to have – I think the quote was something like we're not going to be able to get fans in stadiums until September. Um, right. But the, I guess there was a huge conference call where they had uh, – you know, uh, Trump was just lucky to be in the room with these really smart people. Uh, <laughs> obviously, uh, Trump and Bettman uh, excluded from that smart people group. Um, I'm talking mostly about people like Adam Silver, uh, that douche who gets paid by the Patriots, uh, <laughs> Goodell. <laughs> um, and then, and, you know, some leaders of the other, you know, major sports. But uh, Vince McMahon was also a part of that phone call, which I absolutely love that he wormed his way in there. <laughs> so you guys are all canceled. Oh, we're having two-day WrestleMania. <laughs> oh, the, I, uh, cr- the tweet- chrome balls on that guy, you know? I tweeted out yesterday that I hoped that all of his statements when he was giving his input all started with, well, as a owner of a professional football league, I would like to say, <laughs> or in my experience... <laughs> I'm running two sports over here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys aren't running two different sports, and I've got WrestleMania coming, and I'm going to jump on this phone call today. Yeah, actually, you know what? Good on him. He had WrestleMania going. Uh, yeah. Day one of WrestleMania going yesterday, and he still jumped on that call. Uh, so kudos to the uh, <laughs> the chairman himself, Vince McMahon. Yeah. I just, uh, we had some, some news there. It sounds like, uh, we're not going to get in-person games for a while, but it still sounds kind of up in the air. Um, they don't really have any clear dates as far as, you know, are they going to play, uh, you know, maybe some empty arena games? Because, um, uh, and, and then additionally, like the, the extracurricular stuff too, like the NFL uh, has their draft coming up first. And they have said, mm-hmm. no, we're not canceling the draft. We're just going to have people do it from home, which is really weird because <laughs> – Part of it's gonna like, look like this. Part, yeah, part of the lead up to the draft, and I don't just mean draft night because I, I think that's always silly to watch those guys kind of walk out and you know hold up a jersey and a hat, shake the commissioner's hand, you know, yeah. whatever. But like this this time right now, players are usually still being evaluated, and that's just not happening right now. <laughs> There's no, not even just like running like running them through, you know know the gauntlet of are you fast you know how high can you jump you know what are your you know uh physical abilities like they usually do psychological tests too to kind of feel like you know is this guy a good leader for our team you know is he gonna help out in the community um is he gonna be a positive influence in the locker room none of that stuff's happening um so it's just like the nfl we we already have all those dudes here but what's gonna be really weird is when the nhl wants to do that and you know a lot of those guys they're not even in the country 
You know what I mean? So it's going to be even, you know, another degree of separation for you to be able to get that information, talk with these potential investments for years to come, and then feel like you're prepared come draft night. So the NFL said, we're going to do it. Cool. NHL, eh, we don't know. And it's, <laughs> it's tough because we wasted, you know, this whole season as Red Wing fans, you know, rubbing our hands together for that Lafreniere, you know, that the ads, you know, to maybe get them. Um, we don't even know if they're going to have a lottery. Uh, we don't know how they're going to do the draft. There's been no announcement for that. Because uh, when was the the lottery supposed to be? Wasn't it one of these weeks? Yeah, it was. It was coming up uh, right after right after the season. I think it's. I think they normally do it like either the day before or when the playoffs start, uh, kind of thing. No, I think it's the day before, so that they still have news to talk about. So I think uh, what we yeah. do is is we have the lottery, and if the Red Wings don't get the number one pick, we just cancel the draft and we do it again next year, um, mm-hmm. and we get another chance Definitely. to do. It. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel like this is the only city that <laughs> that's like wait. I mean, we're still doing a draft, right? Right? Yeah, you remember at the nobody, Stanley Cup playoffs? No one gets. Everybody's a talking yeah, about that's... the playoffs. These kids, like this is Eiserman. These kids can't go a whole year. <laughs> Of playing in the juniors again, they need to be drafted now. That this is ridiculous. We can't. We can't. Listen, keep, I'm worried keep, about. Hold these on. Kids. I'm worried about these kids. All right, we don't have time for a lottery. I just say we go in order. Who had the worst pick? Who had the worst record? You get the first pick. Uh, second worst record, so on and so on and so forth. I don't. I don't have I don't it in front of me. I don't know. Let me see. I don't even want to worst. look at the standings right now. I'm just, you know, it feels like that's the right, right way to go. And I don't whoever... use the word quinky dink very often, but it looks like by <laughs> quinky dink, we get the first pick. I, I don't make the rules. I'm just saying, we don't have time for a draft. Uh, let, me, let me propose the rules. I don't make the rules. I'm just proposing them. <laughs> Steve, can you get off the call? <laughs> All right, we're gonna mute Steve for a few. Okay. Uh, Steve, remember when you didn't get in trouble for uh, pretty much moving to the Red Wings uh, before you were completely done? Yeah, remember? Okay, uh, could you leave the call, please? We're gonna we're gonna invite everybody back. Just you leave first, and then everybody else will leave, and then we'll get everybody back together. <laughs> All right, he's gone. All right. You just here? Can you? I know you can mute people. Can you? Just, can, we, can we mute can everyone? Have someone not hear yeah. what I'm about to say? <laughs> Steve, can you mute us? <clears throat> We're going to run a test. Can you mute us? Okay, so how do we tell him he got the fourth pick? <laughs> Brainstorm sesh. How do we tell him he got the fourth pick? Um, maybe oh, shit. He's, I, okay, he's so back in. it's not going to be good. Okay, so um, we're going to tell him. I really do not want to watch a live suicide. So I think what we're going to do, everybody turn off the video feed. Turn off the video feed. We'll break the news and we'll break the media. <laughs> All right. All right. Steve, you're back with us. Hey. What were we talking about? Yeah, we were going to, hey, it's me, Steve. Hey. Uh, yeah, I remember we were going to get rid of that whole lottery bullshit and, you know, just go in order. <laughs> ah, well, Mike, <laughs> if you've got some bullshit you want to get rid of between your legs and around your nuts, 
It's time to talk about our sponsor for the show, which is Manscaped. Woo! Oh my god. Okay. So yeah. obviously it's an advertisement, so we have to talk it up. But when this device came to my house, this was one of the greatest gifts I've ever gotten in my life. <laughs> and I, I don't just mean the physical device. I mean that there was more thought and care put into this care package than like soldiers in Normandy in France in 1945, like getting a ready to eat meal and ammunition. Like this box prepared me for the rest of my life. Um, not only did I get a super accurate shave on my balls, I also got these two little bottles to make sure my balls are always in pristine shape and underwear that feels really good and a t-shirt that I would wear for this episode, but I already wore it and stunk it up with perspiration because I couldn't shut up about how great these stupid Manscaped minerals were, man. Yeah, you can't, you can't just stick to the lawnmower with Manscaped. Like they, they, you go, you go to that website, you got to check everything out top to bottom. Cause I, I mean, right now. I've got deodorized balls, Mike. I, listen, I thought this was going to be ridiculous. And this is like, I can't believe I went this long without using this thing. Well, like, think think about the deodorant on the nuts. And where do you put deodorant usually? On your armpits. Why haven't we been putting deodorant in this other tight space that's all closed up? <laughs> and if you don't have your manscaped underwear... Then it's not breathing down there. You just got your nuts and your twig and berries. You take a piss. Are you are you washing your, your wee after? No, you're not. Deodorant belongs down there. It does. Well, Mike, <clears throat> Manscaped has redesigned the electric You know how many pairs of pants I've ruined because I didn't have deodorant down there? <laughs> just Jesus. ball funk. Another pair uh, of pants down the trash. The main product, though, Mike, is the Lawnmower 3.0. Uh, that's the thing I was talking up last week. I'm glad that you got a chance to uh, to trim up your nuts. Last week, I was actually playing let's, with it Let's down just here. say everybody in the household appreciated it. <laughs> uh, Mike, I don't have it here now. Why? Because it's charging in my bathroom, so I'm ready to go. Uh, but uh, Manscaped has uh, an engineering team that spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever. And I think now we're both in agreement that this thing was just so much... It's not. It's not just... A good tool, Mike. It was it was fun because it was so easy. Uh, yeah. Third generation trimmer features cutting edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin safe technology. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. When I tell you this is premium, Mike, and you were describing the premium service that was delivered to your front door, this is the definition of premium. Uh, the battery's gonna last you up to ninety minutes, so you can just sit there and and I have keep running. Oh yeah, just keep going over, over and over and over till you're gotta be skin. thorough, babe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the coolest features is that LED light. So when you're trying to flip over your pieces from one side to the other, nothing, uh, nothing's gonna shadow it. Nothing's gonna keep it too dark. Uh, they've upgraded to the seven thousand RPM motor with a quiet stroke technology. And uh, let's not forget, like I said, mine's charging right now, so you've got that charging stand ready to go, powered by uh, your USB. If uh, you're listening to me speak right now, you're one of the first people to hear about this life-changing, nut-cutting experience and product. But uh, if you want to get started like we did, 
but you want a little bit of a discount, uh, get that 20% off and free shipping by using the promo code THPN at manscaped.com. That's right. Promo code THPN is going to get you 20% off and free shipping. So, yeah, while you're sitting at home, everybody's been... You have no excuse. I... I take a walk around my neighborhood all the time, and I just see Amazon products just stacked up in front of everybody's doors when we're not supposed to be getting stuff You have stuff no delivered. excuse. You're sitting at home in quarantine. Your balls should be pristine. <laughs> Outstanding balls. This should be a country of perfect balls. So the second you're done listening to us talk about movies and, uh, and pro hockey, uh, go on over to manscaped.com. Get that 20% off and free shipping with the code THPN. That's 20% off, free shipping, Manscaped dot com promo code t h p all right mike now that we're doing video you know maybe next week we'll show our balls yeah just how close we really get it yeah Yeah. um (laughs) but now now we're getting close mike to that point where it's time for the nhl to right we're we're canceling the season uh trump's saying no nobody's going in a in an arena till september right so, also, like he said, uh, even if the NFL starts on time, there, there, there might not be anybody to watch those games. So, that's August. So, is the NHL really going to wait till August to cancel all this stuff? Just to kind of reset and remind everybody what we were just talking about before we got a little off track. Before we but, got to um, the sizzle of this episode. Uh-huh. I, I brought up last week there's... Uh, Pro teams withholding paychecks from part-time employees. Uh, secondary markets don't have; uh, they don't have to refund purchases until the games are officially canceled. Uh, so there, I mean, there's a ton of stuff out there that's telling us that now's the time after this conversation. And you wonder too, in that uh, the the Trumpy conversation was was that the moment where, um, you know, with all of these organizations talking, do we? All right, this is it. This is the conversation. This is where we say this is done. Like, is is there someone? Should there have been someone in that conversation that was talking to uh, Silver and Batman and saying, "All right, uh, I understand. You guys are getting hurt by this quite a bit because your championships are not going to be awarded this year. Do you just? We're advising you that you need to cancel your season. I mean." Other leagues are doing it across the globe, so why is this one so special? Um, I know there's billions of dollars at stake. Uh, there's billions of dollars that are affected. There's money to be lost, but um, I, I, does it mean that we're going to play the season in September and forever the NHL and NBA will end their seasons You know, in October with Major League Baseball? Like, what? what's... Why aren't we just, this season's done. I mean, especially for the NHL. They lock out all the time. They know what it's like to not have a Stanley Cup awarded. Just fucking end it. Um, is, there, is there an argument out there, and you could say no and we can move on to the fun conversation, but is there an argument out there that the NHL should just hold on and say, well, if we can open back up in September, we'll award the Stanley Cup, then we'll get the next season started right away. You know, it's just weird because when I think about um, like having lockout seasons or shortened seasons, it's usually the front half is gone, yeah. you know, not the championship half. Um, but that would be such a radical reset for everything because I think all of us are so used to, you know, you watch, well, nobody 
he watches baseball anymore, but you watch baseball from, you know, end of March all the way through October into November, you know, uh, basketball and hockey kind of start a couple weeks after each other, October all the way through, you know, June when their championships are. NFL's always, you know, September 1st all the way, you know, up till like February, first week of February. I don't know if those guys are ready to reset all the calendars because it's like so many other things look at sports and then adjust accordingly. Um, I think that's, you know, every, every, literally every piece of entertainment does that. That's why things are like not scheduled on Sunday nights. That's why like certain shows don't even bother, you know, creating and putting out new episodes on Tuesdays, Thursdays anymore. Um, it's just that if, would like would would they cancel it or would they would they like look at what Vince McMahon is doing and try to do empty arenas? Well, even still, because like, even still, I guess you know you still have those, those state uh, mandated uh, um, like distancing in, in big buildings, so you you couldn't have people like okay. For example, last night we had WrestleMania. There's supposed to be a tag team. Uh, championship match on a, on a ladder so it would have been six guys and so they said uh, all right we're not going to really do that we'll have a representative from each one so the NHL have like representatives and empty buildings have like two on twos you know with like goalies going yeah. across each other um, just a whole three on three league I, I like that yeah that's what you know like we keep trying to find all these ways to remarket the NHL. Would that be a good way to experiment in this just fucked season to like have like mini tournaments like that? So you could just have, you know, Larkin, Mantha, and I don't know, maybe uh, Fabry, like just try to go out there and, you know, beat other, you know, three on threes. I mean, that would never happen, but absolutely. I would watch that. (laughs) I think that would be. I think that would get a lot of viewership. And then, no, it's not the NHL. No, it's not really the Stanley Cup. But you know, maybe you could find some other way to um, get the sport going because it, it does look like it's going to be a lot. See, I I can't imagine like trying to drag you know eighty five percent of an NHL season and then you know just start it. Oh, you know, just get it going again in October. You just either do a new one or you do something weird to kind of be a little bit of a, a placeholder yeah do you get do you get the same sort of effort out of players if you're all right we've been paused you're gonna have another season that starts you know even if they push back the next season like a month uh you're gonna have another season that starts right after this um i mean there there could be some good out of it but there's gonna be a lot of bad with guys that haven't been training i mean think about how many injuries that happen at the beginning of any sports league uh, for guys that are still trying to get like back into a rhythm. So now we're going to do that for the playoffs where you would make the argument that, um, you know, the play is, is turned up a notch. There's guys really laying out to make sure shots are blocked. They're really finishing their checks. Um, and now, <laughs> and now they're going to do it without having played hockey in a while. Uh, and, and then right after the playoffs where normally you have an entire summer uh, some teams longer than other to recover uh you're gonna jump right into the next season it's just logistics it's tough to to imagine uh for player safety it doesn't make a ton of sense and you know what mike why don't we just take a look at the standings right now we'll do the draft <laughs> Ugh, we'll get that out of the way and then we'll jump into next season i think that our priorities right now should be make sure kids get drafted because 
You know, it's about the children, Mike. It's about the kids. Think of the children! <laughs> uh, we just got off a call with Steve Eiserman. We're, we're talking top priority here. Draft, then, you know, cancel the season, then let's jump into the, the season right after that. Let's, let's just jump into the 2020-2021 season. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's the right way to go. I uh, I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, there isn't too much to say because I think we both talked last week how it made so much sense to just cancel everything or... Um, I I just even watching WrestleMania right now I still feel a little guilty. I I super enjoyed what I watched uh the first night and of yeah. course this is coming everybody's going to be listening to this episode after night 2 of WrestleMania. Um so everybody's going to know how that looked. I I still had a, a a twinge of guilt just going like, "Oh my god, these guys should not be actually touching." Like think about even like newscasters are recording from home and the WWE, which is half-naked human beings rolling around on a mat together, with all the other sweat and spit and whatever from the all previous the matches, yeah, all it's all juice. it's all there. Yeah. Um, and and we're you know we're promoting that. We're saying that's okay. We're saying to children, yeah, go ahead, wrestle. It's that's fine during this lockdown. So yeah. I mean, while I feel that guilt, do I want to have? any part of the rest of the season completed until we know it actually is safe to go back out there till we have some some vaccines um i don't know it's tough it's tough to say because entertainment wise i want it safety wise i think we all know it's just best to cancel this stuff and for any of you who are at home thinking what about what about all those poor owners that aren't making money Mm, they're fine Nope. Nobody. None of these rich I think it was assholes just the owners are affected that. by this. I, don't know. Huh? <laughs> I think it was just the owners saying that. Um. Yeah, like this <laughs> bullshit of like Amazon telling their employees to like share their sick time. Go fuck yourself. Bezos has plenty of money to sh- to throw around out of his own pockets to make this work. Like this is just these companies worried that their stock is going to drop, which it will, and it should. Like. This is how this stuff works. Like, if you weren't prepared for this, that's that's your fault. Um, and you you really can't even blame investors because they're just like, I don't know. Let's, let's not talk about this. Anyway, yeah. Mike, let's invest some more time into uh, sports movies and let's talk the uh, the top one hundred sports movies uh, coming from the Athletic. And Mike, I wanted you to go first because I, I liked your interpretation right off the bat because you you actually look yeah. at this the best way possible. Because I um because what I was going to do is just read off who they had as their top ten, and then for yeah. me, just the omissions that for me uh, it's like movies that are either top five or definitely top ten that they did not include up there. They made the list of the hundred, but eh, at a level that I, I didn't quite agree with. So like number ten, they had Major League, which is you know pretty darn quotable uh pretty funny you know nobody nobody watches baseball and doesn't quote the bob you know bob Euchre just a bit outside you know the ball's flying off the mascots you know in the peripheral um, i will never not quote the fan that's in the outfield that says ah too high it's too high the trajectory of the ball like it didn't look like it was going over <laughs> what do you mean too high it's out of the park <laughs> um yeah that guy is hilarious uh that movie is is Willie Mays Hayes. I can't even like what, not watch somebody stealing a base and I think of Willie Mays Hayes, a fake baseball player 
who's in my mind the fastest base stealer of all time. Remember, he bought a hundred pairs of gloves because he's going to steal a hundred bases. <laughs> it's just, yeah. it's like a perfect, hilarious sports movie. Uh, they put uh, when we were kings. Never watched that documentary. I'm sure it's important to some people, but Muhammad Ali was kind of before my time, and I didn't, I didn't invest anything into it. Uh, there's the OJ Made in America uh, documentary. I, I, I kind of like the Cuba Gooding version on uh, FX. That was a really good um, uh, fictionalized nonfiction. Um, yeah. So I, I would kind of watch that first. Breaking Away, um, a racing movie, which, uh, you know, racing movies don't really hit home for me. So some people like it. The Big Lebowski, I love. Um, Does anybody play about fucking rules anymore? Like, that's <laughs> just one of the great iconic yeah. lines of all time. But. As much as I love it, I don't think sports movie Big Lebowski. I just think of it no. as a comedy, you know. So I, I kind of thought that was kind of a an out. Uh, Miracle, A plus hockey movie. Um, uh, Kurt Russell's great as the coach. Love that hairdo, by the way. Uh, yep. It does bum me out that Blash was so bald. Um, I <laughs> wish that he could just for you know maybe next season he pulls out a, a Herb Brooks wig I... and. I am so that is such a good performance. I am guilty of thinking of Kurt Russell's face when people mention her like the great coaches of all time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Kurt Russell. Um, uh, uh, like Bull Durham is up there, at number four, which you know it still holds up. Um, you know, can't hit my heat. Come on, bring it, meat. Like you, you think of that stuff all yeah. the time. Man, you hit Those the shit out of the ball. The guy, want a, like... the guy want a free steak. Like. <laughs> <laughs> those conversations seem like they still happen you know like that totally seems believable that there's there there's those kids that need to learn and, and when we look at um you know minor league baseball hockey whatever we're, whatever we're watching we always kind of pick out the guy that's like oh that, that's that's the crash davis of this team when there's some yeah <laughs> some guy long um, in the tooth you know he's yeah. got way too many minor league home runs like man how'd you get that many how long were you playing down there <laughs> um you just like as the player you hope nobody's doing the math when you're cruising for that minor league record you know right um yeah it's do super you... quotable yeah well let me let me let me throw this out there because you mentioned major league yeah. do you i so when i think of sports comedies I think I would put Caddyshack over Major League. See, that, that's tough because I think Caddyshack is just a funnier movie. But if I think of a sports movie, like to have that sports, um, uh, um, like part of the story involved. Like the major league, that that final game that they have against the Yankees, it's actually like kind of a dramatic game, and I'm kind of like on the edge of my seat, you know, as they got to bring in the closer to, you know, uh, finish it out. Yeah. Um, you know, you got to do the prayers to Jabu on your baseball bat, you know, cranking the home runs. Like it's it's a pretty dramatic baseball game where Caddyshack is a hilarious movie, but I don't feel like there's any real stakes in the golf. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I guess I. I totally you just got, get what you, you just mean. Just got there. one of Bill Murray's brothers leaning over the cup, waiting for the ball to fall in. So that's well, the only uh, difference for me. Yeah, that's actually that's actually a really good point. I uh, I think that that kind of goes to that that realm of like the Big Lebowski, where it is less about the sport and more about that story that's happening. Yeah, uh, where Major League is 
a thousand percent about that team, about yeah. the Cleveland Indians, about baseball. Yeah, they're going to sell the team, remember? And then, you know, they get that uh, nude cutout of the owner and they get to take pieces off as they get better and better. So it's like yeah. a really um, um, inspiring montage scene to see if they can finally get the goods, you know, at the end. <laughs> uh, well, let's, let's round out the top 10 here. And then I just wanted to see what your omissions were, Matt. Um, they had Hoop Dreams, or Hoop Dreams, sorry, which I think are still on Netflix. Um, just a couple of young basketball kids. And I think it's something that, a lot of the NBA 2K, the newer games have kind of borrowed from where you kind of see the story of these guys as they make their way up, you know, uh, high school to college to the pros. Um, so it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a good drama. Uh, Raging yeah. Bull, black and white, Scorsese masterpiece. Uh, you know, De Niro at his best there. Um, and then number one is another boxing movie, Rocky. Um, and it's just tough because Rocky is the one where he doesn't win. <laughs> <laughs> so like i love the build-up but it's not like my favorite to watch so i could be like yeah i get that rocky's you know probably the best Oscar movie but like watching him over and over you know probably gonna yeah. go I, I i know it's not the best i know it should not ever win an oscar but rocky three is the one with thunder lips um it's the one with <laughs> clubber lang like it's the most yeah. fun you know and then at the end you get uh um uh, uh, Apollo Creed going and getting that, that last match with uh, Rocky, you know, after the credits, basically. Um, you get to see him go ding, ding. Like, yeah. that, that's my favorite Rocky experience. I know it's not, you know, the the drama, the the, the underdog story. Um, Stallone's like, he's cut like a Julian Salmon, man. You know, that's, that's my favorite one. But my omission, Matt, I want to hear yours first. What's your omission from this top ten? Am I, I mean, I think we both talked about it last week. That was uh, one of our favorites. So I, I feel like we're both going to pick it. Is it a league of their own? I mean, that. There's no crying in baseball. There's no... Yeah, like I, I said, it's it's one no, of the best. No. It's got so many great lines <laughs> in it. And uh, I know I, I mean... love the, the scene where they're uh, having the, uh, um, uh, the silent sounds to each other, giving the pitch signals. And then yeah. the batter keeps walking in and out of the box because they don't know if they're going with Dottie or Jimmy. Um, yeah. Still well, Angel. You're going to lose. I just, uh, oh, God. Such a but good that's, movie. That's another one that does have the heartbreaker ending where, um, you know, just like Rocky, like you mentioned, but it, the the baseball yeah, game. Did Dottie feel... let go on purpose, man? I think she did. I think she did. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> There's some um, people who say otherwise. They say it was just a it was just a good uh, uh, tackle into the catcher uh, by her younger sister there. <laughs> um, well, there's there's another one too that um... Marla Hooch. What a hitter! <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, you you should probably go then if there's another one you had in mind. Oh, oh God! Because I was gonna put a league of their own up there because it I yeah. just it makes me laugh I've so got, hard. I've got two, but go ahead. Um. The other one I would put, and it's just a movie that every time it comes on, I got to watch it all the way through the end, is, uh, and it gets pretty dark, is The Wrestler. Um, yep, that was one of the Mickey, ones I wanted uh, to mention. Mickey Brooke, um kind of kind of, telling his own story through Hollywood, how he had the ups and downs, but he still wanted to be in the entertainment business. But uh, um, I think it's that classic thing where, 
um, like every athlete, I feel kind of goes through this, uh, where you, you don't want to retire. You want to keep going. Um, yeah. you know, kind of, if the NFL ever restarts, we're going to get to see it with Tom Brady. Like, Oh my God, this guy's 45 and he's still out there playing quarterback. Um, <laughs> but it's like, you don't know anything else. This is your whole life. So you try to follow this passion, even though it's, it's physically hurting you. Um, so yeah, it's just about that, like that, that human commitment to passion. Um, and whether or not you're actually making the right decision for yourself. Um, it's, it's beautifully done. Um, it's one of those movies where, um, kind of like, uh, um, a league of their own does a little bit, uh, kind of like, um, major league does a little bit, um, uh, where it, like when you watch it, you feel like you leave the movie knowing a little bit more about wrestling. Um, Kind of like those, you know, baseball. Oh, Bull Durham, too, is the one I wanted to put in that list, where you leave the movie feeling like you know a little bit of the inside, insider stuff about the sport. So uh, it's it's really, it's dark. It kind of tells you, you know, what goes on in between the matches, because that's all we ever really get to see is the wrestlers in the ring. Um, and to kind of see them, you know, putting the spray tan on and shaving the back. And, you know, it's kind of a lonely life. You're always on the road. Uh, but yeah. it's, it's just something you, you know, you commit to because you, you get that adrenaline high from, you know, when you're in front of the crowd and um, kind of pulls you through. So um, well, I, got, I, I would say League of Their Own and The Wrestler. I got, uh, I mentioned last week, like one of my, my all-time favorites and I've watched a million times is The Natural. So you guys can go back and listen to that episode. But the other one that I think goes in that realm where you feel like you know a little bit more about the sport and then I actually got more interested and started making sure that I was watching the major events when they were going on um was Seabiscuit I mean that one that one best picture and that was I mean that that's one I I could say I've watched probably 10 15 times you know once it had its its HBO runs and this is before like Netflix streaming and everything so we just yeah. had whatever hbo had on at the time but um that was one i i watched a ton toby mcguire did a great job jeff bridges does a great job toby um, mcguire the uh the tallest jockey in horse racing history <laughs> right <laughs> uh and, and then you, you you just you go through that you get to see how sports uh affects like the kinds of things that people need to hold on to especially in times you know like this um but you're you're talking uh the great depression and um people needed something to believe in and uh they they chose a horse i that's one that especially considering the uh, i'm did it win best picture it was up there but man you're, yeah. you're right i keep i keep now like it's coming back to me like uh wasn't he was he going up against war admiral yeah the giant monstrous you know thoroughbred horse and then uh you know chris cooper's like we gotta teach him how to be a horse again yeah and, and i then, say uh, that all the time he's <laughs> fast yeah in all different directions like, i don't even know what that means like four horse legs just running and but and then i remember those scenes of sea biscuit you know he's gotta he runs fast when he sees the competition so he's kind of dogging it a little bit and then he sees the other horse and you see like the horse actor like his eyes start bugging out like sizing up his opponent and then he just starts flying down that, that track um that was a great movie that's a good call yeah i that that should have been much closer I, I feel like sometimes we let nostalgia get in the way whenever these lists are made and that's one that i don't think a lot of people hold dear but it is like it's 
it's a great story it's got great acting uh it's another one of the underdogs uh and the underdog wins and there's God, the, there's like a happy ending the, um the lighting I, I, you know what i remember the lighting of that movie too which you know you come to a hockey podcast talk about lighting in a horse movie uh yeah. <laughs> i just remember the they were having seabiscuit run at night and uh the rider was all concerned i can't really see oh the horse will do all the work and they had those tracking shots like the horse's point of view and you could very subtly see the inside track so the horse could always keep that to his left it was just it was so great yeah, and again, then, of, another another movie, like you said, that it felt like you knew a little bit more about horse racing afterwards. Yeah, and that that's important too for uh, like you think about some of these um, these organizations like actually put money into these movies because they want to see people you know learning a little bit more. They want to see them get interested, and that that did a ton for for horse racing for a couple of years. So yeah, it's a good investment on their part. Yeah, um, I. I don't know if there's there's much. Uh, I mean, the uh, another thing to mention on this is that in the top twenty, there's one hockey movie, and uh, obviously this list is as we've gone through is dominated by boxing, basketball, and and baseball. Um, not not a t- oh, I'm sorry. Uh, there there's two. We've got Miracle and Slapshot. So maybe I'm maybe I'm oh, wrong because yeah. because <laughs> well, uh, it might be a good mix then uh, I- with that because you can't really have. What am I? So many sports. Well, I'm just gonna throw in one more thing uh, to kind of bring it full circle. Is because I, I love Moneyball so much. I, I who would have thought it would be interesting to see like the philosophy of executives, like behind yeah. the scenes putting a team together, yeah, um, and trying to find value and you know players that people thought didn't have value and, um, you know, kind of having a fully fully fledged team even without a quote unquote superstar. And another move, like it's it's so much better than something like the NFL produced draft day, which is just dog crap because it, it makes no sense. The draft picks that get traded, <laughs> I don't want to get into it, but somehow uh, the Cleveland Browns, I think, trade like three or four picks to move up to number one to get a quarterback that is suddenly not valued anymore. Then they trade that pick back to the team that traded for them and get additional picks back. And it just makes no sense at all. But what I would want to see, and this is what I'm hoping we get out of this uh, COVID situation, Matt, is lottery fuck. The story of Steve Eiserman and his campaign <laughs> to destroy the NHL lottery and just go in order. I want it lottery with just an F and some asterisks. And then it's about Eiserman's campaign to save the Red Wings. And it's, so it's... all about Lafreniere getting picked number one by Detroit. It's uh, I, I like this idea because it'll show like the start of the season and like Eiserman's getting interviewed about what what his projections are. And then like interlaced throughout the entire thing is like, you know, stories coming out of China of COVID-19 and some issues and how it keeps getting closer and closer to the U.S. And the whole time, yeah. like Eiserman's thinking like, you know, like there, there's some guy early on in the movie that's like, you know, if this comes over here, we might not even have a draft. And then no shut up you that's not gonna be a problem like we're writing this right now this is great (laughs) see trump we're gonna cancel the season no fans it's gonna be great gonna be tremendous uh no nhl draft and you just hear like you see this eiserman montage of him dropping another empty bottle of jack daniels into a big growing pile of jack daniels bottles and then you see him like having the big montage like we need these kids to get drafted. Yeah. Yeah. 
there's all these kids like throwing up like graduation caps up and you know Iserman's catching the one from Lafreniere and puts it on and and then the Red Wings are yeah Woo, we got I, Lafreniere. I want them to tell the story of how like Lafreniere he's not dreaming of like winning the cup one day he's like I always just always wanted to be drafted first <laughs> so like kind of like in Hoosiers like that just becomes like the the goal of Steve Eiserman is to make sure that Lafreniere can still be drafted first this year and that's his whole his whole mission for the the second half of the movie so if we'll, we'll play it like uh like Caddyshack how you have like the first half of the movie is going in one direction and then you hit that uh that one point where it's always like all right this just veers off it's um uh, same this happens in Caddyshack and Stripes. Uh, what's uh what uh, oh my god I can't think of his name. Um, Boomer. No, the uh, the guy who wrote and directed. Uh, uh, or I guess he Wright, Reitman. That. Uh, or uh, um, Harold Ramis. Uh, yeah, Harold Ramis. He was the writer. Uh, yeah, Reitman was the director of Stripes. Um, oh, I also like the idea of uh, like lottery fuck where they do have the lottery, but. Like when you have the draft, you're, you're on the clock, and all that happens is if you go over that, the next team can pick. So it'll just be great too to have Eiserman. Wait, I got this great trade for you. Let's stay on the line. Stay on the line. I'm gonna give you a Larkin, Mantha, Valeno, <laughs> my first draft pick. Stay on the line, and then you just watch Ottawa. Oh shit! Okay, there goes the first pick. Uh, well, at least we got the second one. Okay, what do you got, Steve? And then suddenly we're at the third pick. You know, Eisman's like, all right, you guys, let's all stay on the line. I got a lot of players coming your way. All right, I'm dumping out the season here. Just stay on the line. It's going to be a great deal for everybody. Suddenly, uh, on the clock, Red Wings. Lafreniere! Woo! <laughs> and then I was like, no! Eisman, you got us! But wait, are we still getting those players? Hello? Hello? Oh, we <laughs> Bang. got Mike, I think that's the best way to end this. Yeah. Oh, just a teaser. I think we're going to do a redraft, Matt. Hmm. Yeah, I like that. I actually had the idea, too, that we should actually watch these sports movies and then analyze um, the games. <laughs> like, go over who is player of the game. Uh, or, like, if we watch uh, Miracle, we'll do the... Well, I guess we don't need to do Miracle. <laughs> Let's watch, like, Goon and Slapshot. We'll award some first stars and stuff like that. That sounds like fun, too. Yeah. Well, I think it'd be cool because the Red Wings, you know, used to be really good at finding these uh, uh, diamonds in the rough. So we're going to try and redraft the year Pavel Datsuk was drafted. I like it. 1998. So we're essentially, folks, uh, 1998, what we're going to do is make sure the Red Wings don't get Pavel Datsuk because there's absolutely no way (laughs) (laughs) that if everybody knew that he would uh, get drafted. So that's the fun the fun game we're going to play is make sure Pavel Datsuk doesn't make it to the Red Wings. So we have, uh, I don't know, I guess then we'll... Unless Eiserman's we'll... got a bunch of phones that year and he goes in the time machine, he's running. You know, I'm not going to do this convoluted right. thing. You know what I'm getting at. Go ahead. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, make sure to check us out on... Uh, uh, I guess we're going to be posting this on our YouTube, uh, the Brothers of Discussion and IGTV. And uh, check out uh, all the regular spots that you can find the Brothers of Discussion on uh, Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, rate, and review. Help us uh, jump up the rankings. Thanks, everybody.
Hi everybody, this is Matt Klink of the Brothers of Discussion, reminding you that you can find the Brothers of Discussion at BODpodcast.com, BrothersofDiscussion.com, find us on Twitter at BODpodcast, and of course we are bringing you content every Thursday, if not during every Monday Night Raw, every NXT show, every AEW Dynamite, every SmackDown, every pay-per-view, every major show happening in the United States, the Brothers of Discussion are covering it, so if you want good wrestling coverage come to the brothers of discussion thanks everybody hey everybody matt from the discussion five and the brothers of discussion here to tell you about uh sweet new contest uh who doesn't like free stuff yeah come on we got a 200 dollars cool hockey gift card ready to go just for you let me tell you how we're working with tankathon and cool hockey and here's how it works you're gonna visit tankathon.com slash nhl and click sim lottery you're going to create a 15-team sim for the NHL Draft Lottery. What I want you to do is go ahead and keep clicking Sim Lottery until you get something that you think will be the most accurate to that lottery draft day. That's right. You can pick your favorites. You can pick the one that you think is most likely to happen. And if you're like me, as a Detroit Red Wings fan, you're probably just going to keep hitting Sim Lottery until it says Red Wings have the fourth pick. So with that being said... Take a screenshot of that 15-team outcome. That's the one you are going to be submitting. Post your entry and tag a friend and retweet on the post from either at HockeyPodNet, or you can go ahead and post it when the Brothers of Discussion and the Discussion 5 post it at BOD Hockey. So you'll see a poster explaining all this on our Twitter. And- hey, everybody. It's Matt from the Discussion 5. That's right. Your favorite host. I'm just kidding. Um, Here to tell you about uh, the Hockey Podcast Network. You want to find the Hockey Podcast Network at the Hockey Podcast Network. That is every team everywhere. That's right. Hockey Podcast Network is bringing you podcasts from every NHL team. And some bonuses. You can find Terry Ryan's podcast, Tales with TR. He is the former Montreal Canadiens first-round draft pick, as well as Ice Analytics Podcast, which comes to you every Friday. The Hockey Podcast Network continues to grow. You should grow with it. The Hockey Podcast Network. That's thehockeypodcastnetwork.com, at HockeyPodNet on Twitter, and of course, every team, everywhere. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 53 of the Discussion 5. Yeah, these numbers are slowing down just a little bit. Thought we were going to catch uh, the Brothers to Discussion episode total, but uh, not, not going to happen. Uh, we used to be coming to you every Monday and Thursday morning, just Monday mornings now on uh, podcasts. And now you can see our faces, so guess what? Uh, even though I've been posting on IGTV, we'll also go up on our YouTube channel so you guys can keep track of the wrestling. You can keep track of the hockey. You can keep track of the discussions now that are going to be mostly about sports movies. <laughs> Just keep rolling them down. That's the Discussion 5. Uh, I am uh, at ClinkMet. That's my brother, uh, Michael underscore Clink. You can find the entire show on Twitter at BODHockey. Uh, you can find our joint Instagram account, so I guess if you're watching the video, you're watching this on IGTV, but that joint Instagram account is brothers underscore of underscore discussion, 
Uh, find the website uh, for the Brothers of Discussion as bodpodcast.com, brothersofdiscussion.com. Whew. Uh, it's, uh, we just passed WrestleMania weekend, but, uh, if you want to catch our continued coverage, go to, uh, those websites. Also, Facebook has our, uh, Brothers of Discussion page, and we have a live wrestling discussion group that you can, uh, continue the conversation on, uh, post-WrestleMania reactions there. Alright, we're also here thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network. As you heard on the top of the show, it is every team, everywhere. Uh, they've got new podcasts coming out all the time, uh, including Tales with TR, which is a hockey podcast hosted by Montreal Canadiens' former first-round pick, Terry Ryan. Uh, the Ice Analytics podcast, that comes to you every Friday. And the brand-new House of Hockey podcast, coming to you every Tuesday, hosted by Breezy and Ray Ray. Fun show that's also put up on IGTV. That's where I got the idea that we should probably be doing that. Uh and everything can be uh, found, and you can get all the updates on uh, at HockeyPodNet. All right, Mike. If, if the season never paused, guess what? We'd be done. Ho-ho! We made it! Woo! Ah, the only team in the league. So happy that that had happened. Uh, we'd also be really close to the draft lottery, so this is kind of a bummer that we are still going to be up in the air. But, Mike, I decided this morning just to run over to my, uh, my PlayStation and uh, I started trying to figure out, you know, what it, what do you talk about on a Detroit Red Wings podcast that hasn't really had anything to talk about? And there's no um, season anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I ran down to my PlayStation and I uh, hit go um, on a simulation of us against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And, you know, when you do that, Mike, you assume... That it was just going to be funny for me to go, and we got blown out, and it was disgusting, and, and the game actually didn't know how to calculate 200 goals, so it actually crashed midway through. Uh, but no, we won! We won 5-1! to one. Jonathan what? Bernier puts up a 40-save, one-goal performance. Um, <laughs> I'd, I'd love that. that. That's how we're going to end the season. Uh, Dylan Larkin gets a couple goals. And uh, Philpla with one goal and two assists. So the game, how it always, you know, kind of is like, well, that guy can't be less than an 80. He was yeah. good 10 years ago. Uh, and that's the funny thing well, about NHL. What I want to so, make sure of, man, when you say yeah. you simulated it, I, I know if you played. I did not play. That was what I wanted to confirm. So you yeah. just, did you set it to amazing difficulty and then just let the teams duke it out? Uh, I set it to whatever the default was, which would probably be Superstar. Uh, and then it's the simulation. So the NHL game, I don't know if you've played it in a while, but you have to set up how the game is it. When I, see, when I say simulated, I don't mean how I just hit sim game. I mean the performance of the players has like different levels where you can set it to like arcade or you can set it to realistic so i set yeah. that to realistic uh the default should probably be superstar and then uh yeah and then i i started the game because if you just do like an exhibition yeah you can't like you can't just sit there and sim an exhibition and i didn't want to start a whole new season to do it so i just started the game i quit and then it gave me the results uh follow-up question uh yes. so it does sound like there's more integrity involved because you you weren't playing as the Red Wings, which is good. Correct. I, my second question is: uh, Did you did you did you watch the full sixty minute game? 
Absolutely not. Oh not, man, not I was second. really, I really was going to be proud of your commitment. No. <laughs> That's watching the full this 60. was on on my way to my home office. I paused at the PlayStation and thought, "Oh, this might be fun." Got her going. <laughs> Simulated the game. I think that would that would have been some kind of fun is if we got together on Zoom and watched the fake Red Wings uh, on PlayStation finish out the regular I- season. What we should do is just set up all these different tournaments that we've been talking about and see if we can win our way with our sh- with the shitty red. Because I I've been playing. Uh, so I could yeah. be the 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 citizens of Seattle. I could put yeah. my team together. Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> I also get a, a what was it a thirty goal advantage if I remember correctly. Right. So does that mean you're gonna you're gonna play as Seattle? Right. Um. All my all my guys' overalls will be just the bottom toilet player, like, you know, as zero. terrible as they can be. Yeah, <laughs> and you got to try and beat me for the draft pick. Yeah, we should totally do that and put it on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so awesome. Um, I wonder if well, I can yeah. get like a like a registry of real Seattle if- citizens and get their names on there, like find the <laughs> like <laughs> the registered voters of Seattle and put their names I, what? on there. I want you to create players with like the names that are in there, so then they are, when you do passes, the announcers are at, will actually say something. But if I do this, little buddy, this is another biggie cake, and I start making the Seattle citizens, and then you're always just like, I don't know, I gotta buy the game and everything. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna kick you square in the nuts. Oh, I just I don't I know what our logo. I don't know what the Seattle Citizens logo is. It's kind of like when you line up everybody for like a draft in gym class, and oh, I guess they'll take him. And it's just like me. So it's just like a guy pointing at himself and looking behind to see if there's another better player behind him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to lead the Seattle Citizens uh, to victory. But Matt, uh, we had some real. <sighs> Scary NHL news today. Um, well, I just want to thank the the, the fake Red Wings uh, for giving for the, out the, the fans. Season on a win. Yeah, closing yeah. out the season on a high note. But yeah, go ahead. Um, our <laughs> our beloved president. Uh, oh, you don't want to read how I put it? L- Lumpy Trumpy. I <laughs> know <laughs> uh, you didn't want that joke to go unread. Lumpy Trumpy. It says sports can restart in September. But we're trying for August. So it sounds like we're not going to have... I think the quote was something like, we're not going to be able to get fans in stadiums until September. Um, Right. But I guess there was a huge conference call where they had... uh, You know, uh, Trump was just lucky to be in the room with these really smart people. Uh, (laughs) Obviously, (laughs) Trump and Bettman excluded from that smart people group. Um, I'm talking mostly about people like Adam Silver, um, that douche who gets paid by the Patriots, uh, <laughs> Goodell, um, and then and, you know some leaders of the other you know major sports. But uh, Vince McMahon was also a part of that phone call, which I absolutely love that he wormed his way in there. <laughs> so you guys are all canceled. Oh, we're having two-day WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, I, chrome, uh, the I think- chrome balls on that guy, you know. I tweeted out yesterday that I hoped that all of his statements when he was giving his input all started with, well, as a owner of a professional football league, I would like to say, (laughs) or in my experience, (laughs) I'm running two sports over here. Yeah. Yeah. You guys aren't running two different sports and I've got WrestleMania coming and I'm going to jump on this phone call today. Yeah, actually, you know what? 
good on him. He had WrestleMania going. Uh, yeah. Day one of WrestleMania going yesterday, and he still jumped on that call. Uh, so kudos to the uh, yeah, <laughs> the chairman himself, Vince McMahon. Yeah. I just uh, – we had some, some news there. It sounds like uh, we're not going to get in-person games for a while, but it still sounds kind of up in the air. Um, they don't really have any clear dates as far as – you know, are they going to pay, play, uh, you know, maybe some empty arena games? Because, um, uh, and, and then additionally, like the, the extracurricular stuff too, like the NFL uh, has their draft coming up first. And they've said, mm-hmm. no, we're not canceling the draft. We're just going to have people do it from home, which is really weird because <laughs> part of It's going like, to look like this. Part, yeah, part of the lead-up to the draft, and I don't just mean draft night, because I, I think that's always silly to watch those guys kind of walk out and, you know, hold up a jersey and a hat, shake the commissioner's hand, you know, I, yeah. whatever. But, like, this this time right now, players are usually still being evaluated, and that's just not happening right now. <laughs> There's no – not even just, like, running, like, running them through, you know, know the gauntlet of are you fast you know how high can you jump you know what are your you know uh physical abilities like they usually do psychological tests too to kind of feel like you know is this guy a good leader for our team you know is he gonna help out in the community um is he gonna be a positive influence in the locker room none of that stuff's happening um so it's just like the nfl we we already have all those dudes here but what's gonna be really weird is when the nhl wants to do that and you know a lot of those guys they're not even in the country you know what i mean so it's going to be even you know another degree of separation for you to be able to get that information talk with these potential investments for years to come and then feel like you're prepared come draft night so the nfl said we're going to do it cool nhl eh, we don't know (laughs) and it's it's tough because we wasted you know this whole season as red wing fans you know, rubbing our hands together for that Lafreniere, you know, that the odds, you know, to maybe get them. Um, we don't even know if they're going to have a lottery. Uh, we don't know how they're going to do the draft. There's been no announcement for that. Because uh, when was the the lottery supposed to be? Wasn't it one of these weeks? Yeah, it was. It was coming up uh, right after right after the season. I think it's. I think they normally do it like either the day before or when the playoffs start, uh, kind of thing. No, I think it's the day before, so that they still have news to talk about. So I think what uh, we do yeah. is is we have the lottery, and if the Red Wings don't get the number one pick, we just cancel the draft and we do it again next year, um, mm-hmm. and we get another chance Definitely. to do. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel like this is the only city that <laughs> that's like. Wait, I mean, we're still doing a draft, right? Right? Yeah, you remember at the nobody, Stanley Cup playoffs? No one gets. Everybody's talking yeah, about that's... the playoffs. These kids, like this is Iserman, these kids can't go a whole year of playing in the juniors again. They need to be drafted now. That This is ridiculous. We can't, we can't. Listen, I'm worried about these kids. Hold on. I'm worried about these kids, all right? We don't have time for a lottery. I just say we go in order. Who had the worst pick? Who had the worst record? You get the first pick. Uh, Second worst record, so on and so on and so forth. I don't. I don't have I don't it in front of me. I don't know. Let me see. I don't even want to look at the standings right now. I'm just, you know, it feels like that's the right, right way to go. And I don't whoever... use the word quinky dink very often, but it looks like by <laughs> quinky dink, we get the first pick. I, I don't make the rules. I'm just saying, we don't have time for a draft. Uh, let, me, let me propose the rules. 
I don't make the rules. I'm just proposing them. I... <laughs> My, uh, Steve, can you get off the call? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to mute Steve for a few. Okay. Uh, Steve, remember when you didn't get in trouble for uh, pretty much moving to the Red Wings uh, before you were completely done? Yeah, remember? Okay, uh, could you leave the call, please? <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna invite everybody back. Just you leave first, and then everybody else will leave, and then we'll get everybody back together. <laughs> All right, he's gone. All right. <laughs> you just here? Can you? I know you can mute people. Can you? Just, can, we, can we mute can everyone? Have someone not hear? Yeah. What I'm about to say? <laughs> Steve, can you mute us? <clears throat> We're going to run a test. Can you mute us? Okay. So how do we tell him he got the fourth pick? <laughs> Brainstorm sesh. How do we tell him he got the fourth pick? Um, maybe oh, shit. He's, I, okay, he's so it's not going to be good. Okay, so um, we're going to tell him. I really do not want to watch a live suicide. So I think what we're going to do, everybody turn off the video feed. Turn off the video feed. We'll break the news and we'll break the media. <laughs> All right. We're good. All right. Steve, you're <laughs> back with us. Hey. What were we talking about? Yeah, we were going to, hey, it's me, Steve. Hey. Uh, yeah, I remember we were going to get rid of that whole lottery bullshit and, you know, just go in order. <laughs> ah, well, Mike, <laughs> if you've got some bullshit you want to get rid of between your legs and around your nuts, it's time to talk about our sponsor for the show, which is Manscaped. Woo! Oh my god. Okay. So, yeah. obviously, it's an advertisement, so we have to talk it up. But when this device came to my house this was one of the greatest gifts i've ever gotten in my life <laughs> and i i don't just mean the physical device i mean that there was more thought and care put into this care package than like soldiers in normandy in france in 1945 like getting a ready-to-eat meal and ammunition like this box prepared me for the rest of my life um not only did i get a super accurate shave on my balls i also got these two little bottles to make sure my balls are always in pristine shape and underwear that feels really good and a t-shirt that i would wear for this episode but i already wore it and stunk it up with perspiration because i couldn't shut up about how great these stupid Manscaped minerals were man. I, yeah, okay. you can't you can't just stick to the lawnmower with Manscaped. Like they they you go you go to that website. You got to check everything out top to bottom. Cause I I mean right now I've got deodorized balls, Mike. I, listen, I thought this was gonna be ridiculous, and this is like I can't believe I went this long without using this thing. Well, like think think about the deodorant on the nuts, and where do you put deodorant usually on your armpits? Why haven't we been putting deodorant in this other tight space that's all closed up? <laughs> and if you don't have your manscaped underwear, then it's not breathing down there. You just got your nuts and your twig and berries. You take a piss. Are you are you washing your, your wee after? No, you're not. Deodorant belongs down there. It does. Well, Mike, <clears throat> Manscaped has redesigned the electric. You know how many shower. pairs of pants I've ruined because I didn't have deodorant down there? 
Just ball <laughs> funk. Another pair uh, of pants down the trash. The main product, though, Mike, is the Lawnmower 3.0. Uh, that's the thing I was talking up last week. I'm glad that you got a chance to uh, to trim up your nuts. Last week, I was actually playing let's, with it Let's down just here. say everybody in the household appreciated it. <laughs> uh, Mike, I don't have it here now. Why? Because it's charging in my bathroom, so I'm ready to go. Uh, but uh, Manscaped has uh, an engineering team that spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever. And I think now we're both in agreement that this thing was just so much... It's not It's not just a good tool, Mike. It was, it was fun because it was so easy. Uh, yeah. Third generation trimmer features cutting edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin safe technology. Manscaping accidents are finally... A thing of the past. When I tell you this is premium, Mike, and you were describing the premium service that was delivered to your front door, this is the definition of premium. Uh, the battery's going to last you up to 90 minutes, so you can just sit there and... And I have. Keep running over. Yeah, just keep going over, over and over and over till you're Gotta done. Gotta be skin. thorough, babe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the coolest features is that LED light, so when you're trying to flip over your pieces from one side to the other... Nothing. Uh, nothing's gonna shadow it. Nothing's gonna keep it too dark. Uh, I've upgraded to the seven thousand RPM motor with a quiet stroke technology. And uh, let's not forget, like I said, mine's charging right now, so you've got that charging stand ready to go, powered by uh, your USB. If uh, you're listening to me speak right now, you are one of the first people to hear about this life-changing, nut-cutting experience and product. But uh, if you want to get started, like we did, uh, but you want a little bit of a discount. Uh, get that 20% off and free shipping by using the promo code THPN at manscaped.com. That's right. Promo code THPN is going to get you 20% off and free shipping. So yeah, while you're sitting at home, everybody's been yeah, no products. excuse. I, I take a walk around my neighborhood all the time and I just see Amazon products just stacked up in front of everybody's doors when we're not supposed to be getting you stuff have no delivered. excuse. You're sitting at home in quarantine. Your balls should be pristine outstanding balls this should be a country of perfect balls so the second you're done listening to us talk about movies and uh and pro hockey uh go on over to manscape.com get that 20 percent off and free shipping with the code thpn that's 20 percent off free shipping manscaped.com promo code thpn all right mike now that we're doing video you know maybe next week we'll show our balls yeah just how close they really get it yeah, yeah. um <laughs> but now now we're getting close mike to that point where it's time for the nhl to right we're, we're canceling the season uh trump saying no nobody's going in a in an arena till september right so also like he said uh even if the nfl starts on time there there, there might not be anybody to watch those games so that's august so is the nhl really gonna wait till august to cancel all this stuff just to kind of reset and remind everybody what we were just talking about before we got a little off track before we but, got to um, the sizzle of this episode uh, I, I brought up last week there's uh pro teams withholding paychecks from part-time employees uh secondary markets don't have uh they don't have to refund purchases until the games are officially canceled uh so there i mean there's a ton of stuff out there that's telling us that now's the time after this conversation and you wonder too in that uh the the trumpy conversation was was that the moment where um you know with all of these 
organizations talking do we all right this is it this is the conversation this is where we say this is done like is is there someone should there have been someone in that conversation that was talking to uh silver and batman and saying all right uh i understand you guys are getting hurt by this quite a bit because your championships are not going to be awarded this year you just we're advising you that you need to cancel your season i mean other leagues are doing it across the globe so why is this one so special um i know there's billions of dollars at stake uh there's billions of dollars that are affected there's money to be lost but um i I, does it mean that we're gonna play the season in september and forever the nhl and nba will end their seasons you know in october with major league baseball like what what's why aren't we just this season's done i mean especially for the nhl they lock out all the time they know what it's like to not have a stanley cup awarded just fucking end it is um, there is there an argument out there and you could say no and we can move on to the fun conversation but is there an argument out there that the nhl should just hold on and say well if we can open back up in september we'll award the stanley cup then we'll get the next season started right away you know it's just weird because when i think about um like having lockout seasons or shortened seasons it's usually the front half is gone yeah. you know not the championship half um but that would be such a radical reset for everything because i think all of us are so used to you know you watch well nobody watches baseball anymore but you watch baseball from you know end of march all the way through october into november you know uh, basketball and hockey kind of start a couple weeks after each other october all the way through you know june when their championships are nfl's always you know september 1st all the way you know up till like february first week of february I don't know if those guys are ready to reset all the calendars because it's like so many other things look at sports and then adjust accordingly. Um, I think that's, you know, every, every, literally every piece of entertainment does that. That's why things are like not scheduled on Sunday nights. That's why mm -hmm. like certain shows don't even bother, you know, creating and putting out new episodes on Tuesdays, Thursdays anymore. Um, it's just that if, would like would would they cancel it or would they would they like look at what Vince McMahon is doing and try to do empty arenas? Well, even still, because like even still, I guess you know you still have those, those state uh, mandated uh, um, like distancing in, in big buildings, so you you couldn't have people like okay. For example, last night we had WrestleMania. There's supposed to be a tag team. Uh, championship match on a, on a ladder so it would have been six guys and so they said uh, all right we're not going to really do that we'll have a representative from each one so the NHL have like representatives and empty buildings have like two on twos you know with like goalies going yeah. across each other um, just a whole three on three league I, I like that yeah that's what you know like we keep trying to find all these ways to remarket the NHL. Would that be a good way to experiment in this just fucked season to like have like mini tournaments like that? So you could just have, you know, Larkin, Mantha, and I don't know, maybe uh, Fabry, like just try to go out there and, you know, beat other, you know, three on threes. I mean, that would never happen, but absolutely I would watch that. <laughs> I think 
that would be, I think that would get a lot of viewership. And then, no, it's not the NHL. No, it's not really the Stanley Cup. But, you know, maybe you could find some other way to um, get the sport going because it, it does look like this is going to be a lot. See, I, I can't imagine, like, trying to drag, you know, 85% of an NHL season and then, you know, just start it, you know, just get it going again in October. You just either do a new one or you do something weird to kind of be a little bit of a, a placeholder. Yeah, do you get do you get the same sort of effort out of players if you're all right, we've been paused, you're going to have another season that starts, you know, even if they push back the next season like a month, uh you're going to have another season that starts right after this. Um I mean there there could be some good out of it, but there's going to be a lot of bad with guys that haven't been training. I mean, think about how many injuries that happen at the beginning of any sports league uh for guys that are still trying to get like back into a rhythm. So now we're going to do that for the playoffs where you would make the argument that um you know the play is is turned up a notch there's guys really laying out to make sure shots are blocked they're really finishing their checks um and now and now they're going to do it without having played hockey in a while uh and and then right after the playoffs where normally you have an entire summer uh some teams longer than other to recover uh you're going to jump right into the next season it's just logistics it's tough to to imagine uh for player safety it doesn't make a ton of sense and you know what mike why don't we just take a look at the standings right now we'll do the draft <laughs> we'll get that out of the way and then we'll jump into next season i think that our priorities right now should be make sure kids get drafted because you know it's about the children mike it's about the, kids. the children <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we just got off a call with Steve Eiserman. We're we're talking top priority here. Draft, then you know, cancel the season. Then let's jump into the season right after that. Let's, let's just jump into the 2020-2021 season. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's the right way to go. I uh, I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, there isn't too much to say because I think we both talked last week how it made so much sense to just cancel everything. Or, um, I I just. Even watching WrestleMania right now, I still feel a little guilty. I, I super enjoyed what I watched uh, the first night. And, of yeah. course, this is coming. Everybody's going to be listening to this episode after night two of WrestleMania. Um, so everybody's going to know how that looked. I, I still had a, a, a twinge of guilt just going like, oh, my God, these guys should not be actually touching. Like, think about even, like, newscasters are recording from home and... The WWE, which is half-naked human beings rolling around on a mat together, with all the other sweat and spit and whatever from the, the previous juice. matches, yeah, all it's all juice. it's all there. Yeah. Um, and the, and we're you know we're promoting that. We're saying that's okay. We're saying to children, yeah, go ahead, wrestle. It's that's fine during this lockdown. So yeah. I mean, while I feel that guilt, do I want to have? any part of the rest of the season completed until we know it actually is safe to go back out there till we have some some vaccines um i don't know it's tough it's tough yeah. to say because entertainment wise i want it safety wise i think we all know it's just best to cancel this stuff and for any of you who are at home thinking what about what about all those poor owners that aren't making money mm, they're fine 
Nope. Nobody. None of these rich assholes the are affected that. by this. I don't know. Huh? <laughs> I think it was just the owners saying that. Yeah, uh, like this, this <laughs> bullshit of like Amazon telling their employees to like share their sick time. Go fuck yourself. Bezos has plenty of money to sh- to throw around out of his own pockets to make this work. Like this is just these companies worried that their stock is going to drop, which it will, and it should. Like. This is how this stuff works. Like, if you weren't prepared for this, that's that's your fault. Um, and you you really can't even blame investors because they're just like, I don't know. Let's, let's not talk about this. Anyway, yeah. Mike, let's invest some more time into uh, sports movies and let's talk the uh, the top one hundred sports movies uh, coming from the Athletic. And Mike, I wanted you to go first because I, I liked your interpretation right off the bat because you you actually looked yeah. at this the best way possible. Because I um because I, what I was going to do is just read off who they had as their top ten, and then for yeah. me, just the omissions that for me uh, it's like movies that are either top five or definitely top ten that they did not include up there. They made the list of the hundred, but eh, at a level that I, I didn't quite agree with. So like number ten, they had Major League, which is you know pretty darn quotable uh pretty funny you know nobody nobody watches baseball and doesn't quote the bob you know bob Euchre just a bit outside you know the ball's flying off the mascots you know in the peripheral i um, will never not quote the fan that's in the outfield that says ah too high it's too high the trajectory of the ball like it didn't <laughs> look like it was going over <laughs> what do you mean too high it's out of the park <laughs> um yeah that guy is hilarious uh that movie is is Willie Mays Hayes. I can't even like what, not watch somebody stealing a base and not think of Willie Mays Hayes, a fake baseball player who's in my mind the fastest base stealer of all time. Remember he bought a hundred pairs of gloves because he's gonna steal a hundred bases. <laughs> it's just yeah. it's like a perfect hilarious sports movie. Uh, they put uh, when we were kings. Never watched that documentary. I'm sure it's important to some people, but Muhammad Ali was kind of before my time, and I didn't. I didn't invest anything into it. Uh, there's the OJ Made in America uh, documentary. Uh, you know, I I, I kind of like the Cuba Gooding version on uh, FX. That was a really good um, uh, fictionalized nonfiction. Um, yeah. So I I would kind of watch that first. Breaking Away, um, a racing movie, which uh, you know racing movies don't really hit home for me. So some people like it. The Big Lebowski, I love. Um, does anybody play about? rules anymore like that's just one of the great iconic yeah. lines of all time but as much as i love it i don't think sports movie big lebowski i just think of it no. as a comedy you know so i, I kind of thought that was kind of a an out uh, miracle a plus hockey movie um uh kurt russell's great as the coach love that hairdo by the way uh, yep. it does bum me out that blash was so bald um, I wish that he could just for, you know, maybe next season he pulls out a, a Herb Brooks wig. I, and... I am so, that is such a good performance. I am guilty of thinking of Kurt Russell's face when people mention Herb Brooks. Like the great coaches of all time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt Russell. Um, uh, uh, like Bull Durham is up there at number four, which, you know, it still holds up. Um, you know, can't hit my heat. Come on, bring it meat. Like you, you think of that stuff all yeah. the time. Man, he hit those the shit conversations out of the ball. The guy, want a, like... the guy want a free steak. Like <laughs> <laughs> those conversations seem like they still happen. You know, like that totally seems believable. That there's there there there's those kids that need to learn. And, and when we look at um, 
you know, minor league baseball, hockey, whatever, we're, whatever we're watching, we always kind of pick out the guy that's like, oh, that's that's the Crash Davis of this team. And there's some, yeah, <laughs> some guy um, long in the tooth. You know, he's yeah. got way too many minor league home runs. Like, man, how'd you get that many? How long were you playing down there? <laughs> <laughs> um, you just like as the player, you hope nobody's doing the math when you're cruising for that minor league record. You know. Right. Um, yeah, it's you, super quotable. Yeah. Well, let me let me let me throw this out there because you mentioned major league. Yeah. Do you? I, so, when I think of sports comedies, I think I would put Caddyshack over Major League. See, that, that's tough because I think Caddyshack is just a funnier movie. But if I think of a sports movie, like. To have that sports, um, uh, um, like part of the story involved, like the major league that that final game that they have against the Yankees, it's actually like kind of a dramatic game, and I'm kind of like on the edge of my seat, you know, as they got to bring in the closer to, you know, uh, finish it out. Yeah. Um, you know, you got to do the prayers to Jabu on your baseball bat, you know, cranking the home runs. Like it's it's a pretty dramatic baseball game where Caddyshack. It's a hilarious movie, but I don't feel like there's any real stakes in the golf. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I guess I I totally you got, get what you, you just mean, got man. one of Bill Murray's brothers leaning over the cup, waiting for the ball to fall in. So that's a little difference for me. Yeah, that's actually that's actually a really good point. I I think that that kind of goes to that that realm of like the big Lebowski where it is less about the sport and more about that story that's happening. Yeah. Uh, where major league is a thousand percent about that team, about yeah. the Cleveland Indians, about baseball. Yeah, um, they're going to sell the team. Remember? And then, you know, they get that uh, nude cut out of the owner and they get to take pieces off as they get better and better. So it's like yeah. a really um, um, inspiring <laughs> montage scene to see if they can finally get the goods, you know, at the end. <laughs> Uh, well, let's let's round out the top ten here, and then I just wanted to see what your omissions were, Matt. Um, they had Hoops Dreams or Hoops Dreams, sorry, which I think are still on Netflix. Um, just a couple of young basketball kids, and I think it's something that a lot of the NBA 2K, the newer games, have kind of borrowed from, where you kind of see the story of these guys as they make their way up, you know, uh, high school to college to the pros. Um, so it's it's you know it's it's a good drama. Uh Raging yeah. Bull, black and white, Scorsese masterpiece. Uh, you know, De Niro at his best there. Um and then number one is another boxing movie, Rocky. Um and it's just tough because Rocky is the one where he doesn't win. <laughs> mm -hmm. So like I love the buildup, but it's not like my favorite to watch. So I could be like, yeah, I get that Rocky's, you know, probably the best Oscar movie, but like watching him over and over, you know. Probably gonna yeah. go. I I I know it's not the best. I know it should not ever win an Oscar, but Rocky Three is the one with Thunderlips. Um, it's the one with <laughs> Clubber Lang. Like it's the most yeah. fun, you know. And then at the end, you get uh, 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 Apollo Creed going again. That that last match with uh, Rocky, you know, after the credits, basically, um, you get to see him go ding ding. Like yeah. that. That's my favorite Rocky experience. I know it's not, you know, the the drama, the the, the underdog story. Um, Stallone's like he's cut like a Julian Sandin, man. You know, that's that's my favorite one. But my omission, Matt. I want to hear yours first. What's your omission from this top ten? 
My, I mean, I think we both talked about it last week. That was uh, one of our favorites. So I, I feel like we're both going to pick it. Is it a league of their own? I mean, that. There's no crying in baseball. There's no. Yeah, like I, I said, it's it's one no. of the best. No. It's got so many great lines <laughs> in it, and uh, I know I, I mean, love the the scene where they're uh, having the um, uh, the silent sounds to each other, giving the pitch signals. And then yeah. the batter keeps walking in and out of the box because they don't know if they're going with Dottie or Jimmy. Uh, yeah. Stillwell Angel. You're gonna lose. I just, uh, oh, God. Such a good that's, movie. That's another one that does have the heartbreaker ending where, um, you know, just like Rocky, like you mentioned, but it, the the baseball yeah, game. Did Dottie, feel... did Dottie let go on purpose, Matt? I think she did. I think she did. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> There's um, some people who say otherwise. They say it was just a it was just a good uh, uh, tackle into the catcher uh, by her younger sister there. <laughs> um, well, there's there's another one too that um... Marla Hooch. What a hitter! <laughs> <laughs> well, wait. You you should probably go then if there's another one you had in mind. Oh, oh God! Because I was gonna put a league of their own up there because it I yeah. just it makes me laugh I've so got, hard. I've got two, but go ahead. Um. The other one I would put, and it's just a movie that every time it comes on, I got to watch it all the way through the end, is, uh, and it gets pretty dark, is The Wrestler. Um, yep, that was one of the Mickey, ones I wanted uh, Mickey Bork, um kind of telling his own story through Hollywood, how he had the ups and downs, but he still wanted to be in the entertainment business. But uh, um, I think it's that classic thing where, um, like every athlete, I feel kind of goes through this, uh, where you, you don't want to retire, you want to keep going. Um, yeah. you know, kind of, if the NFL ever restarts, we're going to get to see it with Tom Brady. Like, oh my God, this guy's 45 and he's still out there playing quarterback. Uh, <laughs> but it's like, you don't know anything else. This is your whole life. So you try to follow this passion, even though it's, it's physically hurting you. Um, so yeah, it's just about that, like that, that human commitment to passion. Um, and whether or not you're actually making the right decision for yourself. Um, it, it's, it's beautifully done. Um, it's one of those movies where um, kind of like uh, um, a league of their own does a little bit, uh, kind of like um, major league does a little bit um, uh, where it, like when you watch it, you feel like you leave the movie knowing a little bit more about wrestling. Um kind of like those you know baseball a uh, bull durham too is the one i wanted to put in that list where you leave the movie feeling like you know a little bit of the inside insider stuff about the sport so uh, it's it's really it's dark it kind of tells you you know what goes on in between the matches because that's all we ever really get to see is the wrestlers in the ring um and to kind of see them you know putting the spray tan on and shaving the back and you know it's kind of a lonely life you're always on the road uh, but yeah. it's, it's just something you, you know, you commit to because you, you get that adrenaline high from, you know, when you're in front of the crowd and um, kind of pulls you through. So um, well, I, got, I, I would say League of Their Own and The Wrestler. I got, uh, I mentioned last week, like one of my, my all-time favorites and I've watched a million times is The Natural. So you guys can go back and listen to that episode. But the other one that I think goes in that realm where you feel like you know a little bit more about the sport and then I actually got more interested and started making sure that I was watching the major events when they were going on um was Seabiscuit I mean that one that one best picture and 
that was i mean that that's one i i could say i've watched probably 10 15 times you know once it had its its hbo runs and this is before like netflix streaming and everything so we just had whatever hbo had on at the time but um that was one i i watched a ton toby mcguire did a great job jeff bridges does a great job Toby Maguire, um, the uh, the tallest jockey in horse racing history. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and, and then you, you you just you go through that. You get to see how sports uh, affects, like the kinds of things that people need to hold on to, especially in times you know like this. Um, but you're you're talking uh, the Great Depression, and um, people needed something to believe in, and uh, they they chose a horse. I. That's one that, especially considering the, uh, I'm, did it win Best Picture? It was up there, but man, you're yeah. you're right. I keep I keep now like it's coming back to me. Like, uh, wasn't he was he going up against War Admiral? Yeah, the giant monstrous you know thoroughbred horse, and then uh, you know Chris Cooper's like, we gotta teach him how to be a horse again. Yeah, and I and say then, that uh, all the time. He's <laughs> fast. Yeah, in all different directions. <laughs> like, I don't even know what that means. Like four horse legs just running and, but, and then I remember those scenes of Seabiscuit. You know, he's got a he runs fast when he sees the competition. So he's kind of dogging it a little bit. And then he sees the other horse, and you see like the horse actor, like his eyes start bugging out, like sizing up his opponent, and then he just starts flailing down that that track. Uh, that was a great movie. That's a good call. Yeah, I, that that should have been much closer. I, I feel like. Sometimes we let nostalgia get in the way whenever these lists are made, and that's one that I don't think a lot of people hold dear. But it is like it's it's a great story. It's got great acting. Uh, it's another one of the underdogs. Uh, and the underdog wins, and there's God, the, there's like a happy ending. Um, the, the lighting, I, and, I, you know what? I remember the lighting of that movie too. Which you know, you come to a hockey podcast, talk about lighting in a horse movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just remember the they were having Seabiscuit run at night. And uh, the rider was all concerned. I can't really see. Oh, the horse will do all the work. And they had those tracking shots, like the horse's point of view. And you could very subtly see the inside track. So the horse could always keep that to his left. It was just, it was so great. Yeah, and again, somehow... another another movie, like you said, that it felt like you knew a little bit more about horse racing afterwards. Yeah. And that that's important, too, for, uh, like, you think about some of these... Um... These organizations like actually put money into these movies because they want to see people, you know, learning a little bit more. They want to see them get interested, and that that did a ton for for horse racing for a couple of years. So that was, yeah, it's a good investment on their part. Yeah. Um, I I don't know if there's there's much. I mean, the uh, another thing to mention on this is that in the top twenty, there's one hockey movie, and uh, obviously this list is as we've gone through is dominated by boxing, basketball, and and baseball um not not a t- oh i'm sorry uh there there's two we've got miracle and Slapshot. so maybe i'm maybe i'm oh, wrong because yeah. <laughs> well because uh, it might be a good mix then uh I, with that because you can't really have what am i so many sports well i'm just gonna throw in one more thing uh to kind of bring it full circle is because I, I love Moneyball so much i, I who would have thought it would be interesting to see like the philosophy of executives like behind yeah. the scenes putting a team together yeah. Um, and trying to find value and, you know, players that people thought didn't have value and, um, you know, kind of having a fully fully fledged team, even without a quote unquote superstar. 
And another movie, like it's it's so much better than something like the NFL produced Draft Day, which is just dog crap because it, it makes no sense. The draft picks that get traded. <laughs> I don't want to get into it, but somehow uh, the Cleveland Browns, I think, trade like three or four picks to move up to number one to get a quarterback that is suddenly not valued anymore. Then they trade that pick back to the team that traded for them and get additional picks back. And it just makes no sense at all. But what I would want to see, and this is what I'm hoping we get out of this uh, COVID situation, Matt, is lottery fuck. The story of Steve Eiserman and his campaign <laughs> to destroy the NHL lottery and just go in order. I want it lottery with just an F and some asterisks. And then it's about Eiserman's campaign to save the Red Wings. And it's, so it's all about Lafreniere getting picked number one by Detroit. It's uh, I, I like this idea because it'll show like the start of the season and like Eiserman's getting interviewed about what, what his projections are. And then, like, interlaced throughout the entire thing is, like, you know, stories coming out of China of COVID-19 and some issues and how it keeps getting closer and closer to the U.S. and the whole time. Yeah. Like, Eiserman's thinking, like, you know, like, there, there's some guy early on in the movie that's like, you know, if this comes over here, we might not even have a draft. And Eiserman, no, shut up, you. That's not going to be a problem. Like, we're writing this right now. This is great. <laughs> See, Trump, we're going to cancel the season. No fans. It's going to be great. Going to be tremendous. Uh, no NHL draft. And you just hear, like, you see this Iserman montage of him dropping another empty bottle of Jack Daniels into a big a growing pile of Jack Daniels bottles. And then he, you see him, like, having the big montage, like, we need these kids to get drafted. Yeah. There's all these kids, like, throwing up, like, graduation caps up and you know, Iserman's catching the one from Lafreniere and puts it on, and and then the Red Wings are, yeah, woo, we got I, Lafreniere. I want them to tell the story of how like Lafreniere, he's not dreaming of like winning the cup one day. He's like, I always just, always wanted to be drafted first. <laughs> so like, kind of like in Hoosiers, like that just becomes like the the goal of Steve Iserman is to make sure that Lafreniere can still be drafted. <laughs> first this year and that's his whole his whole mission for the the second half of the movie so uh, we'll, we'll play it like uh like caddyshack how you have like the first half of the movie is going in one direction and then you hit that uh that one point where it's always like all right this just veers off it's uh same it happens in caddyshack and stripes <laughs> uh what's uh what uh, oh my god i can't think of his name um boomer no, the uh, the guy who wrote and directed, uh, uh, or I guess he Wright, didn't that. Uh, or uh, um, Harold no, Ramis. Uh, yeah, Harold Ramis. He was the writer. Uh, yeah, Reitman was the director of Stripes. Ah, um, oh, I also like the idea of uh, like lottery fuck, where they do have the lottery, but like when you have the draft, you're you're on the clock, and all that happens is if you go over that, the next team can pick. So it'll just be great, too, to have Iserman. Wait, I got this great trade for you. Let's stay on the line. Stay on the line. I'm going to give you a Larkin, Mantha, Valeno, <laughs> my first draft pick. Stay on the line. And then you just watch Ottawa. Oh, shit. Okay, there goes the first pick. Uh, well, at least we got the second one. 
okay, what do you got, Steve? And then suddenly we're at the third pick. You know, Eisman's like, all right, you guys, let's all stay on the line. I got a lot of players coming your way. All right, I'm dumping out the season here. Just stay on the line. It's going to be a great deal for everybody. Suddenly, uh, on the clock, Red Wings. Wow, Frenier! <laughs> and then I was like, no! Man, you got us. But wait, are we still getting those players? Hello? Hello? Oh, we <laughs> made bamboozled. Yeah. Like... <laughs> well, with that, Mike, I think that's the best way to end this. Yeah. Oh, just a teaser. I think we're going to do a redraft, Matt. Hmm? Yeah, I like that. I actually had the idea, too, that we should actually watch these sports movies and then analyze um, the games. <laughs> like, go over who is player of the game. Uh, or like if we watch uh, Miracle, we'll do the. Well, I guess we don't need to do Miracle. <laughs> Let's watch like Goon and Slapshot. We'll award some first stars and stuff like that. That sounds like fun too. Yeah. Well, I think it'd be cool because uh, Red Wings, you know, used to be really good at finding these uh, uh, diamonds in the rough. So we're gonna try and redraft the year Pavel Datsuk was drafted. I like it. Oh. So we're essentially, folks, uh, 1998, what we're going to do is make sure the Red Wings don't get Pavel Datsuk because there's absolutely no way <laughs> that if everybody knew that he would uh, get drafted. So that's the fun the fun game we're going to play is make sure Pavel Datsuk doesn't make it to the Red Wings. So we have, uh, I don't know, I guess then we'll... Unless eiserman has got a bunch of phones that year and he goes in the time machine, he's running, you know... Uh, I'm not going to do this convoluted thing. You know what I'm getting at. Go ahead. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, make sure to check us out on, uh, uh, I guess we're going to be posting this on our YouTube, uh, the Brothers of Discussion and IGTV, and uh, check out uh, all the regular spots that you can find the Brothers of Discussion on uh, Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, rate, and review. Help us uh, jump up the rankings. Thanks, everybody. Hi everybody, this is Matt Klink of the Brothers of Discussion, reminding you that you can find the Brothers of Discussion at BODpodcast.com, BrothersofDiscussion.com, find us on Twitter at BODpodcast, and of course we are bringing you content every Thursday, if not during every Monday Night Raw, every NXT show, every AEW Dynamite, every SmackDown, every pay-per-view, every major show happening in the United States, the Brothers of Discussion are covering it, so if you want good wrestling coverage come to the brothers of discussion thanks everybody hey everybody matt from the discussion five and the brothers of discussion here to tell you about uh sweet new contest uh who doesn't like free stuff yeah come on we got a 200 dollars cool hockey gift card ready to go just for you let me tell you how we're working with tankathon and cool hockey and here's how it works you're gonna visit tankathon.com slash nhl and click sim lottery you're going to create a 15-team sim for the NHL Draft Lottery. What I want you to do is go ahead and keep clicking Sim Lottery until you get something that you think will be the most accurate to that lottery draft day. That's right. You can pick your favorites. You can pick the one that you think is most likely to happen. 
And if you're like me, as a Detroit Red Wings fan, you're probably just gonna keep hitting Sim Lottery until it says Red Wings have the fourth pick. So with that being said, take a screenshot of that 15 team outcome. That's the one you are going to be submitting. Post your entry and tag a friend and retweet on the post from either at HockeyPodNet, or you can go ahead and post it when the brothers are discussion and the discussion five post it at BOD Hockey. So you'll see a poster explaining all this on our Twitter and at HockeyPodNet. But most important part here for you to qualify, you must be following at HockeyPodNet, at Tankathon, and at Cool Hockey. All entries must be submitted by April 4th at 11.59 p.m. Eastern. So remember, folks, if you want that $200 cool hockey gift card, visit Tankathon, screenshot your 15-team outcome, and then post your official submission with the corresponding Twitter post on BOD Hockey and at HockeyPodNet. Good luck, everybody.